Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Writer biopics are difficult enough since in real life most of their lives were pinned to a desk, screwing up pieces of paper and chucking them in the bin. Add to this the fact that this writer was an academic whose specialist subject was philology, though he became well known for a fairly boys-only tale back in the day. So, not an easy sell, you'd think. You invented an entire language? Yes. I made stories. Legends. Tell me a story in any language you want. But The Boy's Own Tale was not only one of the greatest books of the last century, but it permanently changed fantasy novels, comic books, movie blockbusters and the New Zealand film industry. It was Lord of the Rings, of course, and against all odds, the story of its creator, J.R.R. Tolkien, is epic in its own way. Sweeping, grand, touching, scary and very romantic. I'm joined by the star of Tolkien, Nicholas Holt. Welcome to the show, Nicholas. Hello, thank you very much for having me. That was a, lo- that was a lovely introduction to the, to the story. I just wondered whether it's possible to overstate the importance of J.R.R. Tolkien. There seems to be life before Tolkien and life after him, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, completely. His work has influenced pretty much everyone's life. Even if they're not a fan of The Lord of the Rings and not aware of the world he created, they've probably spawned other shows and novels and things that people are a fan of. And as you say, his, his love of language was so phenomenal, his understanding and world creating. So it was amazing because I was a, a fan of his work before reading the script to this. So to suddenly see where all those ideas stemmed from and the relationship behind it, that was an incredible story that I just thought had to be told. I first discovered him on, on the set of uh, a movie I was doing called About a Boy when I was about 11, actually. The directors of that gave me The Hobbit to read. And so I loved reading that and then I, I became a fan of, I read The Lord of the Rings and then watched the movies of that. Then this remarkable thing, because I really didn't know much about the man himself. So it was a real learning curve in terms of the romantic interests, his friendships, his, his knowledge, his time at Oxford, and all these things that basically then um, formulated his ideas and, the, and these worlds. And, and even, I didn't, I didn't know that he fought in, in World War I. That was a, yeah, a big learning curve and something that translates wonderfully into this story. Like most people, I think, who discovered Tolkien, they normally start with The Hobbit and then move on. But the thing about The Hobbit was that there was, there was the idea that there was so much more stuff behind it. And in a sense, this movie is about the stuff that he wrote from the start. Yeah, exactly. It's about his formative years. He was orphaned at a fairly young age and put into care, and, and that's where he then met the love of his life, Edith Bratt, who's played by Lily Collins in the movie, and, and they spent the rest of their lives together. So it's, you know, and that's who Baron and Luthien, two of his fictional characters, their relationship's based on. But there's also, yeah, as you say, like the depth of his stories and, and his knowledge of language is where it all really stems from, because from a young age he was speaking Latin and then learning and creating his own languages. And then he realised and was educated in a way of, through these friendships that you can't just create languages without creating people to speak them. And then when you create the people, you have to create the worlds that they live in and a history for these people. So suddenly this whole Middle-earth saga of creation came out of basically yeah, his love of language. Another very important person, though she's only in his life and in the film very briefly, and that's his mother, who seemed to be a wonderful storyteller and also fascinated with Swedish sagas, apparently, Norse, Norse myths. Yeah, Norse mythology, which, yeah, she would read to him, and she was obviously a huge influence in terms of teaching him languages, but also um, just inspiring that imagination, which then throughout this film can actually spawn a little bit of darkness, whereby 
during World War One he suffered from trench fever. So there's within those sequences of the movie there's there's elements of him hallucinating and imagining parts of his fictional worlds that he then created. You you talk about how he went to school. He was always very nervous about money. You know that seemed to be a big problem. But he managed to go to a good school, and when he was there he met three very significant people in his life, didn't he? Yeah, so he, yeah, he was. I mean, you know, being often he, he didn't come from a wealthy background, so that was something that he was given a lot of responsibility at a young age to take care of his brother and, be, and become the man of the household and also take care of people. So he felt a great pressure in terms of succeeding in life. And when he got to King Edwards, the school that he went to, obviously feeling like an outsider and very lonely, he meets these uh, three guys who become his, his closest friends and inspiration and a safe place for him to create and, and be inspired. We should form a club. A brotherhood. Change the world through the power of art. Music, poetry. And what about Tolkien? I want to write something. It's about magic beyond anything anyone has ever felt before. And that's the fellowship and the relationships that then kind of inspire and, and carry on through his novels and, and something that he had to heal through his art. And that's kind of the big message, I guess, behind this film is these young boys kind of set out trying to change the world through art. And I think Tolkien realises when he's older, post-war, that... That's something that art can heal and change and people need those escapes and, and also reflection and, and that's why it's so important. I think one of the wonderful things about the film is the fact that you keep getting hints of things to come later. I mean, clearly, if you know the books or you know the films, you're going to get a little bit more out of it. But every time, you know, you turn a corner and suddenly you think, oh, my God, that's where the dragon came from. Or, oh, my God, she's elvish, you know, that sort of thing. You know, they're yeah, away. Yeah, completely. And that's something that completely, as I say, the, the Baron and Lucian characters were, that was based on Edith Brat, his partner. And, right. and when her dancing in the trees, that's in the novel and something that, you know, occurred in his real life. So there are, yeah, similarities between his life and, and then what became in the novel. So if you are aware of them, then it will be nice nods. But it's also something that we had to, you know, tell a story and make a film that stood alone from that. And it's not just made for people who, who are fans of those. It's kind of a story that stands separate to that as well, just about relationships and love and the creative process. You talk about how uh, Tolkien invented languages from a very early age. I mean, he doesn't invent one, he invented several. But the first one he did, as you say, was inspired in a sense by Finnish. And it's uh, interesting yeah. that you have a Finnish director on the film. Yeah, Domek Erikoski, which is, he's just a phenomenal director and obviously brilliant in terms of the languages as well, because he has a grasp and understanding of the rhythms of lots of different Nordic languages and he speaks many languages himself. So that's being such a huge part of the character it was important. And Bome is also just a, a force of energy and very bold in his decision. Plus, we were very lucky in terms of creating the languages for this movie that we had Andy Orchard, who's a professor of Anglo-Saxon at Oxford at the moment, which is the same position that Professor Tolkien had later in life. So he also helped us craft these languages and, and limericks and things that we used within the movie. The other thing I love about the film is that the number of shots of you sitting at a desk and writing is kept to a bare minimum. There's nothing more boring than watching somebody else writing. Yeah, but as, as you said, yeah, the, uh, the, the idea of making films about writing is very, is very tricky because watching someone write isn't necessarily the most tantalising and exciting prospect. So, yeah, trying to keep away from that because even though he was creating these worlds, The Hobbit wasn't published till he was in his 30s. It was something that these formative years is where the ideas stem from and, and those passions that resulted in those in those novels. At the start of this, I said how romantic the entire film is, not just because of the King Arthur, Knights of the Round Table, and then, obviously, Lord of the Rings and things like that, but also the relationship with Edith. I think Lily Collins is fabulous in this. She is. 
Lily's such a wonderful actress and she has old movie star quality um, to her performance. And you can completely see why Tolkien was so inspired by her in terms of creating these characters, but also she really brings a heartbeat to him and his work and, and is very much that strong woman who, who can push him and give him a safe place to create, but also is not afraid to call him out when he's not giving himself properly in a relationship and, and fighting for her. And their love was, yeah, as I say, that they were together until her passing in life. So it was something that, yeah, it was very important to capture and, and play that relationship correctly. And, and Dome gave us time to do that and build it. So we're very lucky. I don't know if it's true or not, but the idea that she introduced him to Wagner and the ring cycle, that seems perfect to me. Yeah, exactly. And she was, yeah, she was more musically inclined, so knew more about that story and, and, and those parts of society. So um, that was, yeah, where the inspiration came from. And she has a wonderful line, which is, tell me a story, which is the <laughs> message of the film, really, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, completely, this is a story that we felt had to be told and, and has lots of beautiful stories within it and, and characters. And it is, you know, very much about what art can do. And, and I think that's the main takeaway from this film in terms of when you watch it, you kind of realise that creating and, and, and letting those parts of your brain, your imagination flourish is so important. When you read the script, Nicholas, can you remember if there was one thing that most surprised you about it? I mean, I was surprised by the whole thing, to be honest with you. I mean, I, didn't, I wasn't aware of how... I was mispronouncing Tolkien's name. I was saying Tolkien. <laughs> so there was, it, it, it all surprised me. But there were some really beautiful sentiments in it. There was uh, there's a scene towards the end with uh, one of the boys who Tolkien had a friendship with, with the mother of him after the war. And I just thought that was a, an amazingly beautifully written scene. And that, yeah, there's some just some, some lovely dialogue in there and scenes where that just seemed like there'd be a real pleasure to play. In a way, it's a faraway time itself, isn't it? The pre-First World War, just immediately post-World War England. These days, traditional England is being used as a, a hammer by certain political parties. And this right, of... yeah, yeah, no, completely. Yeah, that's very tricky, and it's something that Tolkien was certainly very much about preservation of nature, and, and I mean, this isn't relating exactly to what you were mm. saying, but in terms of industry changing, he wanted industry changing the countryside, and he wanted to create a mythology that was British. He felt like the Nordic countries had their mythology, and he wanted to create one for, for Britain, so that's where he was aiming for but um yeah it does seem like a, a bygone era now the most interesting thing to me is just you know how much he affected uh, current culture yeah he, he really did when you think back to everything that all the yeah cultural touchstones now yeah um that everyone's interested in pretty much each one has been inspired by or at some point related to to him yeah so do you think the film talking is just for the fans or is there something for everyone i do think it's something for everyone in terms of that's the important thing about making a movie about a real person. It can't just rest on the fact that it's a true story about these people. You have to tell a story that if you took the fact that it was about Tolkien out of it, it's still a standalone story about mm. these friendships and relationships and, and this man creating and, and the experience that he, that he had through his childhood. So I think it, it stands alone. And as you said, there's nice nods for people that are aware of his creations, but at the same time, you can enjoy it for as someone who's just looking to disappear into another world for a little while. That was Nicholas Holt starring in the film Tolkien, which opens around the country on June the 6th. The same day, coincidentally, as he appears in the rather different X-Men, Dark Phoenix. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. 
So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.